0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, thinkers. It's your girl, Alina Grace here, and I am bringing you a solo episode today of I've Been Thinking. So welcome back. Thank you for being here, all of the above. Um, just FYI, I am recording this episode in the the evening, so if you hear crickets or frogs outside the door that's right behind me, the sliding glass doors, if you hear Adam screaming at his video game from the other room, all of those things, mea culpa, lo siento, all of the apologies I can possibly give you. Um, But, you know, that's life when you don't have a dedicated studio office building that's the goal one day you know but today we're in the home pod lab slash art studio and we're doing it so today I have decided that I really want to talk to you guys about vulnerability and kind of some of the lessons I have learned regarding vulnerability and um, just like some some things I really want to share about it because it's something that I personally struggle with and I think that this can be a very potentially valuable conversation. So with all of that being said, there is an airplane flying overhead um, and I think let's just roll into it. Sound good, guys? So vulnerability. (laughs) It's kind of a difficult subject to get into. Um, I'll say especially for me. I'm not a person who enjoys being vulnerable, okay? And I know you might say like, who likes being vulnerable, right? But like, I mean, to the extent that I have always, since childhood, have an had an issue with being perceived as quote-unquote weak, right? With being perceived as um, having things that I enjoyed more than others even. Like, there was always something about vulnerability and sharing that I just didn't like. And that might sound really surprising and really even wrong to you given one here I am a podcaster who says absolutely out of pocket shit on on the podcast, on my Instagram stories. I tell you literally all kinds of wild stuff just just because, right? Uh, just because it's like fun or it's funny or whatever. I embarrass the crap out of my mom all the time. She says, Elena Grace, why would you say that? I'm like, because it was funny, right? But I have always been one to really like keeping things private. And again, you know, that might surprise you. I love making my vlogs. I love putting things on my Instagram story, but I like privacy. For me, that kind of goes hand in hand with having this real problem with being vulnerable and showing parts of myself to people around me. I mean, it even goes as deep as when, when my grandfather passed away uh, a few years ago, I was too something. I don't even know what word to use to describe it, but I was too something. I didn't want to tell my roommates that I lived with. Telling them was one of the most difficult things that I had to do in that situation. And it's because I don't like as much as as much as I love being the center of attention right in a lot of ways I want it to be for very um very surface level things and I know that that's stupid but it's because I don't want to have to reveal myself to people so when my papa was dying, my mom called me. I just left work and I called or I texted. I can't remember which my roommates. And I said, guys, just so you know, um, my papa is dying. My mom just called me like, this is it. And, um, I'm not really going to want to be around anybody tonight. And so if I'm upset, like, or if you see me upset, whatever, this is why, please, I but I don't want to talk about it. That was all I could do. I couldn't tell them in person. I didn't want to talk about it in person, like none of those things. That was literally all I could do. And then when I got home, again, I had just up and left work. I texted my boss when I got home, and I said, listen, this is the situation. I'm sorry I just left, um, but, you know, I... I Couldn't say this out loud because it was that vulnerability, because it was that physical act of not only telling somebody something, but physically telling them with (laughs) my voice and standing in front of them and making eye contact with them. All of those things were too much. It was too much emotional, social connection for me to be able to to relay, to deal with, right? And that's so weird because here I am telling you about it now. But, you know, first of all, you guys are a few hundred of my closest friends. And second of all, I'm not really telling you. I'm kind of saying it to myself. In a way, and uh, sometimes when I talk about things, especially on solo episodes, I'm kind of working them out for myself as I talk to you guys about it. So, best of luck with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really different experience. Um, but the kind of vulnerability I show you guys, it's just it's different than doing it even in person. And furthermore, for me, um, one of the most difficult things is actually being vulnerable with people I love. And that actually kind of brings up a point that I've been thinking about. (laughs) Love putting the the brand name in the middle of everything. Um, That really brings something up that I've been thinking about this afternoon. So I think that the most vulnerable you can ever be is when you love something or someone and when you create something. I think that those are the two most vulnerable moments for a person because in both of those you are exposing yourself in a way that... You can't get that piece of you back. You can never put that piece of you back into yourself. Once it's outside of you, it can only be fostered or it can break. And putting yourself in that position of losing someone you love losing a friendship, or disliking something that you've created. I'm thinking in this in this uh, situation specifically about, for example, not liking a podcast episode or hating a painting that I've done, right? That's disappointing. And it's disappointing because you put a piece of yourself in it And it didn't turn out quite right. And it didn't do the thing that you created it to do. And it's hurtful when you lose someone you love in any kind of way because that was a piece of you. They had become a piece of you and you had put part of yourself in them and in the love you had for them and the relationship that you had to one another and somehow, some way, it wasn't enough, or there was something so completely out of your control that you couldn't help them, you know, that's, those are kinds of vulnerability that are so, so deep, and so innately human, that I think those are two, like I said, two of the most vulnerable, but also two of the most painful and two of the most beautiful things that you can do is to love someone else or something else or to create something those are just so so innately human and you know I can talk about cave paintings with handprints on walls and I can talk about the the primal sense of community and helping one another. I, I can talk about those things, but I think you get it. I don't need to describe those things because as I as I bring them up, you know, you know how deeply human those things are, right? That act of our hundred time ancestors in a cave, in the the desert, or in the Alps, or in the bogs, painting their hand and putting it on a wall to be immortalized forever. Putting their humanity in something that they create, and they stamp it there as if to say, I was here. That is the deepest, deepest, most human, most human act. And I know I'm getting stuck on this and I'm sorry and I'm going to roll on right here in one second. But that feeling, you know what I mean? You you know what I mean when I say this? When I when I get so passionate about this idea of of creating. So, I think it's super interesting that because there is so much vulnerability in creating something or in this case, my point I'm going to get to loving someone. Um, I think it's super interesting that I am very, very loath to share things with my family or my closest friends. It's that feeling for me of not wanting them. It's not not wanting them to know me. It's not wanting them. To feel differently about me. And this is a very broad, very, very broad definition. Because it can be not wanting them to worry about me. Not wanting them to know that I'm feeling pain. Know that I'm experiencing weakness. I guess it kind of does go back, ultimately, to that feeling of of weakness. Because that's really really hard for me you know and something that again I've noticed with my family for example I never liked to share when I had a crush on somebody my mom oh mama I'm sorry I did this to you but she desperately wanted to know she wanted to have that relationship where I would share with her oh I have a crush on a boy ooh, I'm going on a date tonight whatever she wanted to know that and I don't blame her and I get it. I want to know if Winnie has a crush. Luckily, she doesn't like boys, so good for us. She also doesn't like girls. She does not like other dogs, but (laughs) but I get it, I, I and I don't blame her, and I'm sorry that I put her through that, but, you know, I didn't like to share that because I didn't like to share the fact that I might get my heart broken. And I probably would get my heart broken. I probably would get rejected. That's, that's kind of how I felt, right? I didn't like to share with people when I was unemployed. Um, I didn't like to share that I had applied to 10 jobs today. Because do you know what that implied? That implied that those jobs didn't want me. That I was being rejected for one reason or another. And that was hard. That really sucked. Having that vulnerability of saying, yeah, I've applied to 45, 100 jobs, 100 plus jobs and didn't get fucking one of them. That's awful. That makes not like that makes you feel bad enough about yourself knowing that and holding that inside of you, but saying it to someone else. That's a whole different kind of knowledge and recognition and acceptance. And you know, for me when I was going through that really hard time, I didn't want people to know that about me, to know that I was such a failure, right? And yeah, I know, I know, I wasn't a failure. And honestly, no, it wasn't my fault that all of that was going that way. It was a lot of things working against me. And it was also ultimately the universe working in my favor. But at that time, that's not, that's not how it felt. So what I perceived to be a flaw, this inability, that became you know, something I was really insecure about, of course, but something that, again, I didn't want people to know about me, even the people who knew me the longest, even the people who knew me the most deeply. I didn't want them to know not only the problems I was having, but the problems it was causing me. And I do this still to this day, I absolutely can't act like I don't, whether it's finances, whether it's Insecurities, whether it's uh, things in relationships with my partner or with my friends or my family, whether it's just doubts about a project I'm working on, a painting that I have an idea for, whatever it is, I have these insecurities that I don't necessarily like to share because it feels like such a weakness, right? And that is something that has caused me a lot of a lot of problems in relationships where I don't like to share those things. It's something that I realize all the time with Adam. He he is a totally different kind of sharer and communicator than I am and that's something that has been very hard for us but we've actually figured that out pretty well right but now I'm realizing how much of it or how how often I put guards up against him and I thought it was just us not being able to mesh our styles right but sometimes I really put guards up because I don't want to give him the depth of that piece of myself. Not because I, I don't want to, but because that's my natural instinct is to guard these things and to hide them and to make sure they're safe against somebody hurting me. Because I've had Plenty of friends that I truly believed would be there till the end and, you know, they're not there anymore. They're not there even now. They're sure as hell not going to be there at the end, right? So even with my partner, that those trust issues is really what those are. They come through and they make me scared to be open and to be vulnerable and to show my weakness and to show my light and my insecurity and my deepest secrets and all of those things. But I think it's super important to remember that vulnerability is essential in creating real lasting relationships. That's kind of one of the most important parts. I'm not going to lie. But vulnerability is okay. You know, you don't have to be strong all the time. And again, that's something I really have to work on. um, Because I've been trying really hard to be strong and hardened and tough and all of those things for almost 28 years now. And I know, I know, I cry at the drop of the hat, but crying at a Budweiser commercial, that's different than showing my actual feelings, right? So this brings me to an Edgar Allan Poe quote that I really wanted to share with you all that really spoke to me about this topic. Poe said, Tell me every terrible thing you ever did and let me love you anyway. I read that and I just think, like, wow, like that's the goal, you know? That's what that's what we want. And I think about how I want that from Adam, for example. I want him to feel secure enough. To tell me anything awful, any and everything awful that ever happened in his life and in his childhood. I want him to feel safe enough to tell me about his first love, or I hope you could hear when he's spluting, or about his first heartbreak, or, you know, any of those things. And in return, I want to be able to tell him about those things too. And to know that I will be loved. Because I'm gonna love him no matter what. No matter what terrible thing happened to him, no matter nearly no matter what terrible thing he did. There are a few there are a few lines to be drawn, right? But you know, I'll love him anyway. And I think it's that fear of where is the line? And is the line different for everybody? And the line is definitely different for everybody. I think that fear of where is the line is one of the things that really, really gets us and really keeps us apart in a lot of ways. And I don't mean us in the specific Adam and I. I mean us in the general sense. It's one of those things that really really holds a person back from sharing their truth, from sharing what they want to share. Because that fear of being judged and being ostracized and being removed from your community, like, that's a real fear. That is dangerous. That is an innately human fear of being ostracized. Do you know what would happen if you were ostracized and kicked out of the community in pretty much any time pre-modern day and even sometimes modern day? You die. You get fucking eaten by something. You starve to death. You don't have resources. You're not able to survive. So, Not only those things, but also community is important to human beings. Like talking to people, even for introverts, talking to somebody, to another human, knowing that you're not alone, like that is essential to mental health and to ultimate overall survival. So, yeah, that fear of where is the line, where is the point where. I'm going to run out of space to be who I truly am. That's a very real insecurity. And I think that that's one of the biggest, biggest hurdles to being truly yourself, being open, being vulnerable. I'm about to be sick of that word. I'm not going to lie to you, but there's no synonym for vulnerable in this context. There's no good sentiment. Cinnamon for it. Fucking, A. it's almost bedtime for me, guys. Point is that vulnerability is terrifying, but you know what else it is—the literal basis for human connection, the basis of our humanity. I think lies in vulnerability, and you might disagree. And if you do, I'd love to talk about it. I, I would love it. I'm not gonna lie, but in my opinion, right now on this day in March of 2023. Yeah, I think that that is the absolute sum of the human condition. (laughs) And I'll be honest with you, as easy as it is to fake vulnerability, to share just enough about yourself, because that's what I do. I share just about enough about myself for people to think they really know me, but uh, they actually don't, right? They don't know what I maybe actually think about that because I didn't share my whole opinion or I didn't share the nuance of it or whatever. I hold back a lot. <laughs> that might surprise a lot of people, including my parents and the rest of my family, but I do. I hold back a lot But all of that is because I am scared to be known. I am scared of rejection. And I don't want to be thrown out of the community, out of the village, out of the lives of people that I love and have given pieces of myself to. Because for me, every person I've ever loved is... Like I said earlier, a piece of me and I'm a part of them, um, or I've at least gave myself a part of them by loving them. And that rejection feels like losing a bit of yourself, right? But yet, here I am, pouring my little heart and soul out to you guys over a Yeti Blue microphone, sharing some of these most intimate facts about the inner workings of my mind preparing myself for potential heartbreak because what if you guys don't like this episode what if you guys don't agree what if somebody tells me it's the worst thing they've ever listened to and what if they're right you know there's so much of that there's so much doubt there's so much room for all of that insecurity but you know what I came here today and I did it. I shared this with you guys. And tonight, maybe I'll share something with Adam that is is hard for me to talk about or has been hard for me to admit, maybe. And maybe tomorrow I will tell a friend something that I haven't told them just because I'm scared that they won't think of me the same. And you know what? Maybe they'll love me even more for it. Or maybe that risk won't be worth it. And and maybe they'll love me a little bit less. But at least I tried. And that trying allows growth. That trying is growth. Because it's me being a more genuine version of myself. So I guess I just spent 30 minutes (laughs) droning on telling you guys to be yourselves and that it's okay if people don't accept you. That doesn't mean they're right, but what it does mean is that you challenged yourself and you're going to be better for it. All right, thinkers. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This has really been on my mind for a little bit, and I've been wanting to share it with you. So I hope you found something helpful in it. I hope that it it gave you something to, to chew on today, or if nothing else, it made your drive to work a little less monotonous. I want to remind you guys to follow along with the pod wherever you're listening. Uh, Give us a rating of hopefully five stars, but even if it's not five stars, go ahead and leave us a review and tell us why it's not five stars or maybe why it is check out our website www.ivebenthinkingpod.com for links to literally everything for a blog post for almost each episode and for additional blog posts just kind of sharing about what I'm thinking, right? Uh, And make sure, if you're able, definitely go check out the Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash I've Been Thinking Pod. There on the Patreon, you can support the podcast monetarily in exchange for extra content. We do extra episodes there. We do video episodes there that are exclusive to the Patreon There's a handful of different things that we've got on the horizon for you there, too. So really excited about the ways we're going to grow in general, but on the Patreon in specific. And that is just an incredible way for y'all to help us out and help keep the pod rolling. Right now, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Tyler Miller our producer, and I want to thank me, our host, Elena Grace Campbell. And finally, I want to thank Stoveleg Media for proudly presenting us. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire? Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No necessary. Forward, by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.